I V M. Hi, I'm your host Akhil Handa, Chief Digital Officer at Bank of Baroda. Uh, working at Bank of Baroda, I get to meet a lot of exciting fintech companies and get to discuss uh, with a lot of interesting entrepreneurs in the fintech space. A hotly discussed topic in today's days is the neo bank. And regular listeners will recall a couple of weeks back we did a similar podcast with Jitain Gupta of Jupiter. Today we're very excited to have a conversation with another leading neo bank that is Neo. Uh, Start close enough, and we have the founder Vinay Bagri join us. So Vinay, welcome to FinTalks at Bob Gold. Thanks a lot, Akhil. Uh, very excited to be here, and um, you know, thanks for the invite. Fantastic. So Vinay, let's start with uh, getting a bit of uh, your background. So how did you stumble upon this entrepreneurial opportunity of Neo? Uh, yeah, my background started off um, in FMCG. I was uh, working with a mineral water brand called Bisleri. uh people used to think uh, you know mineral water is called bisleri you know that that's how the popular the brand was and from there shifted to banking uh, almost a decade the- <laughs> same here <laughs> <laughs> good <laughs> uh, so uh, yeah from there shifted to banking almost a decade with standard chartered bank on both sides of the balance sheet five years in assets uh, five years in liabilities uh, joined ing wanting to do something like ing direct uh which to my mind is a true uh, you know branchless bank um very successful uh, across the world fourth largest bank in australia without a single branch so very exciting concept so we thought we'll try and do something like that in india uh how ing got taken over by kotak and uh, at that point in time i was in bangalore uh where there's something in the air which you you know you you try and become an entrepreneur so after 17 18 years <laughs> in uh, you know in professional life I think Bangalore Air uh, got to me and got together with Virain to to launch Neo. Fantastic! And uh, we, we'll get to the Bangalore peak Bangalore scene in a bit. Uh, <laughs> and 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 uh, is a bit. Let, let's just continue the conversation. So look, Neo banks are are coming in, you know, at a very very rapid pace, and there's a lot of innovation happening in the space. So how do you differentiate Neo? Uh, amongst you know the pack of the neo banks that are out there now yeah so if you look at um, you know neo banking in general um, we are basically trying to build a differentiated experience layer for the customer and try and create as much value for the customer as possible uh, so we have launched various products in our journey so far started off with neo bharat uh, which is a product for blue collared employees uh you know solving them uh, for their salary credits and several other things so the the whole concept uh, akhil is that we have to bring some innovation to to the table for the product to really take off and in neo bharat our innovation was that we we bring brought in a virtual account number and ifsc code to a prepaid card uh and that innovation coupled with the fact that this prepaid card spoke to a mobile app which was available in 11, 11 languages Uh, speech enabled so if you are illiterate for for whatever reason you can still uh, you know function a full fledged uh, from a banking perspective do fund transfer lock on lock your card uh, anything so you you can do the entire banking operation beautiful looking app uh, for the blue collar segment they never seen anything like this and naturally we went on to dominate that segment 
uh, even today we do around 100000 users a month uh, in in that particular uh, business segment similarly when we moved on and launched our next product uh, it is called neo global and again the innovation there was to be able to give a, a zero forex product on a debit platform integrate it uh, so that you are able to provide a real time currency uh, rate to the customer and he gets charged whatever is swiped anywhere in the world he gets charged that amount and you give atm locators and cut the line so if you are in paris and you want to go to eiffel tower you can just book a ticket right on the app and and do it so naturally and it was one of its kind uh, product saw saw amazing traction uh, and now latest is our is our offering neo x uh, where we partner with equitas and the proposition is 007 <laughs> so uh, you know we offer zero forex marker we do zero commission on mutual fund and on top of it you know equitas offers 7% so the value proposition is great the app looks fantastic and that's why we are we are at a scale where we are today fantastic so it's quite a spectrum so on one end you're looking at the bharat users and on the other end uh, you're looking for international travelers and and people folks who would do forex remittance so that's quite a spectrum so uh, how would you place the dna of the company um, in terms of is it a bank orientation is it a a, a technology company orientation uh, is it a people's business uh, how do you think about the dna so dna is tech everything else you know is it comes from that so the idea is you build tech Uh, marry it with finance, and we we are not banks. We, you know, whatever neo bank is a very fancy term, but by no stretch of imagination are we bank. We partner with banks to offer uh, our uh, you know solutions. So, for example, on Neo Bharat, our partner is ICICI Bank, um, right. and, and uh, you know, so the money whatever user keeps, everything is with ICICI. We just provide a beautiful mobile app on top of it for that segment of customer. Uh, similarly for equitas the bank is equitas but we've got a mobile app which provides a brilliant experience to the user so we are yeah if you Perfect. look at us we are just a tech company uh, providing a beautiful uh, user experience so bringing like a little bit of uh, uh, swiggy and zomato to banking let me put it this way sure so that that's a layer on top of the banking infrastructure really so that that's that's very useful and innovating at the customer's end uh, and and you talked about the bharat product and uh, The, uh, the, the money one, yeah. Uh, how about the forex one? So, who's your partner there? Uh, so, in the on the on the international travel product, we have DCB as a partner. Right. Okay. And this is available in how many currencies right now? So, it is it is basically akhil a, a visa card. So, right. uh, debit card you take it anywhere in the world. So, practically one fifty, one sixty currencies, whatever visa supports, uh, right. you just load it in INR and spend it. It's very easy to kind of experience. Got it. Perfect. fantastic so uh, now let, let's just shift focus and and get into some details of your traction so what does success look like for neo so uh, you know we measure success on two counts akhil so one is uh, you know what are, how, how many users are you uh, impacting how many customers are really using your product uh, and second is what are they saying about it so what is your nps on those products which you're offering so if you look at bharat for example 2.5 million users uh, use our product uh if you look at global which is international travel 200000 users have traveled abroad with our product and the latest one if you look at it uh, which is neo x uh the full fledged savings account uh version uh there we have around 700000 users as we speak uh we add 7000 users every day so it is probably among the largest uh, digital savings account in the country today perfect and you also have a uh... 
uh, a sort of an arrangement in terms of a fee sharing with the bank or how does it work? Um, so the arrangement with the bank is that, uh, you know, we are uh, sourcing uh, the business for the bank and, uh, you know, we, we do some cross-sell together and, and that's about. so wealth piece okay. we cross-sell and bank, um, you know, enjoys the bank piece. Perfect, perfect. And in terms of your customer demographics, so now, of course, you have a shiny app and, you know, it's a fantastic customer experience. So what what is the demographic that you see? And it's a very wide spectrum. So I'm very keen on listening to what is the, the demographic that, that is most attracted to this. So uh, if, if you talk about NeoX, which is our purely um, B2C product, Mm. Where we we advertise and you would have seen our ads on IPL and all that. So uh, yeah, I've done that. Yeah. So there, the you know, eighty percent of the users are kill are uh, millennials. You know, age below thirty five. Uh, majority salaried. Um, you know, maybe first job, second job. Fifty um, percent new to credit. I mean, that is that is what the profile is. So if you were to you know pick out the single biggest sure. chunk. Sure. It will be salaried less than 30 years. That will be the single biggest chunk. Fantastic. And and the idea would be then, you know, as the, the customer moves on with his life cycle, he grows with it, you keep on adding more products. Absolutely. That's the whole idea that, you know, initially he comes uh, with a nice savings account. Uh, we anyway have a wealth company of our own. Uh, so we, uh, you know, inculcate an early habit of investing. We recently launched a product called Invest the Change where whatever money you spend on your savings account, debit card, UPI, whatever, we round it off and put it in a mutual fund of your choice. So, uh, you know, just innovate like that, you know, get them into investing. And then later on, depending on what uh, stage they are in life, you know, offer credit and all the products which are suitable for them. Very interesting. Very interesting. So effectively, you know, you're a master aggregator of sorts and uh, you have all these product manufacturers, be it a bank or a mutual fund or perhaps an insurance or a products company. And then, you know, with the customer connect, you're able to switch the pipes across the manufacturers. Is that a fair way of looking at it? Yeah, that, that would be a good way to look at it. Yeah, yeah. And in this, uh, would you also then, then see, there's a traditional debate that, that raises around manufacturers versus distributors. And uh, in the emerging new digital world uh, that we see, uh, where do you think... Uh, and so today, what looks like a collaboration of sorts between a bank and a new bank, I think at some point will probably look like more of a, a us versus them kind of a scenario, you know, as, as the proposition starts scaling. So where, what do you think is the end game here? Let me take a, a very good example to look across the world uh, would be Chime. So Chime has been partnering with Bangkok uh, for almost nine, 10 years. And it's a mutually beneficial partnership uh, for both of them. And although US offers digital bank license, uh, Chime has continued to operate the way it uh, operated earlier. So if, you know, the way our partnership today is with uh, Equitas on the core product, which is NeoX, other ones are smaller, uh, so I'll not talk about it too much. But on the NeoX side, uh, the way our partnership is today, uh, we think it to be very strategic, long-term beneficial for the customers um, and, and beneficial for, for everybody here. So I, I think it should uh, be an end game in itself rather than something else. Sure, great. So you placed Neo as a tech company and uh, being in Bangalore. So I think it's a good, good moment to talk about the tech scene and the hiring scene in Bangalore. So you know, an interesting uh, uh, thing I just um, 
I was talking to a friend of mine in Bangalore who runs a tech shop there, and he was telling me that uh, in a recent conversation he had with his HR person was that uh, you know, there's a candidate who's about to join, and that candidate uh, refused to join, and uh, saying that uh, look, I don't like the location, and uh, he's like, what? You didn't tell him that it is Bangalore that you have to be placed in. So uh, he says uh, the HR guy says no. Uh, we of course he's he's in fact based in Bangalore, but he doesn't like the fact that he'll have to travel from Belandur to HSR layout. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I think that that probably an example of the peak Bangalore tech scene we see. Yeah. Right. So how how difficult has it been for you to hire? Yeah. Yeah. So actually, it's a very interesting for us pre-pandemic and post-pandemic. uh and bangalore is always a challenging uh, and a rewarding market challenging that you know it is always challenging to find a good resource but rewarding is that probably the best tech talent in the world uh you will get in bangalore so it it is like it, um, it used to be like that pre pandemic so pre pandemic our our strategy was very simple that we had an office in you know one part of bangalore called whitefield uh, mm-hmm. a lot of people think it is outside bangalore but it is part of bangalore and the strategy was very simple that anybody who joins us uh, on the tech side or the product side uh, can choose a house in some of the buildings we've selected which have got gym swimming pool so like a great lifestyle which you can never imagine in let's say in bombay unless you're seriously rich so right. so you know you choose a house there and 50% of the rent will be picked up by us so uh, so we had like no dearth of um, uh, people willing to join hardly any attrition so it was great time and then pandemic hit and then everybody is free to work from wherever they are and we have never returned to office even today like i am in office but nobody else in office so it's like I an see. empty office for me <laughs> so uh, uh, and what we've seen akil is that probably the last one and a half years where we have worked from uh, from home has been from a tech and product perspective the most productive one and a half years uh, in neo's history i would say right? we've launched multiple partnerships icici happened after this uh you know uh, de- uh, your um, idfc integration happened after this we launched some product with idfc something with sbm so it has been right. very very productive one and a half years for us and we are now thinking that maybe this is going to be the way forward in fact uh, we are not even asking anybody to come office this year maybe we'll not ask them to come next year also so that is uh, so that's the thing so what it does as a advantage is uh that people can enjoy themselves and not work from home, uh, not have to come to office and get into bangalore traffic but the disadvantage is that this whole tech talent and there are many companies like us who now no longer want people to be in office so this tech talent gets exposed to the demand from the entire world right and that's when we see the salaries and expectations are shooting through the roof in last 6 months so that's been a big challenge uh for us to kind of man- manage those expectations now that suddenly the uh, the the demand market uh which was very restricted because of bangalore traffic and all those problems yeah. has just completely uh, exploded so w- would it would it be the right time to find the miami equivalent of india uh, uh miami equivalent would mean akhil so uh, so you know now these days there is a move from you know people who moving from silicon valley over to ah, yeah, yeah, okay. you know you setting down miami yeah yeah so i think goa is already becoming a new miami in india so yeah. people are already you know sitting down and go and asking boss uh, are you going to ask us to come to office then don't even interview us we are happy in, <laughs> in goa so there are there are two kind of miamis happening in india one is goa and the second is mom so everybody wants to be the young kids want to be close to moms and mummy ke paas rehna hai yahi se kar lo jo karna hai i don't come right. 
<laughs> I don't want to come yeah. and work in office. So yeah, it's it's yeah. that's true. That's it's true. it's interesting what's happening. No, it's a it's a it's a very sizable uh, it's a it's a sizable shift, and there are very interesting undercurrents to this whole uh, change. And uh, I think for for founders, for managers, it's becoming very challenging managing the expectations of part of the tech workforce. And uh, and given it is Akhil, uh, you know two things. So one is the demand pool has expanded, so it it uh, you know um, causes pressure on the supply and salaries etc. But the good thing is that the the firms which are willing to be this flexible like us yeah. in long run will will gain a lot more than firms who are forcing their employees to come home, uh, come to office. Mm. So yeah, we'll we'll see how it evolves. But we think we should be the winners, hopefully. Sure. No, but the fact that you that you found the last one and a half years to be the most productive in the journey of Neo, I think, is also testament to the fact that something is working. Because that's not what I hear across the board. You know, there are firms, and and certainly, you know, the more traditional firms, I think, they are. Uh, there is there is this, you know, and the larger you get, right? The the there is this serendipity that happens when you know you have hundred people bump into into each other, etc. And I think that element has been missing, of course. The shift has been so dramatic that um, I, I think people have had to cope up with it uh, and you know get used to it. But of course, you know I think I see both sides of the spectrum. There is one end which seems to be enjoying uh, the current ways of working, and the one which is yearning to get back. Um, and I think the traditional ones will probably get back to work sooner than later. Um, anyway, so let, let's let's now move to your cap table, and I see you you've raised what about fifty million US. Yeah. Uh, and you have uh, some marquee names on your cap table, including Tencent, right? Yeah, Tencent and Horizons came in the last round, and uh, we have uh, uh, Soros and Social Capital earlier, and Prime was the seed fund. Yeah. Absolutely, uh, that's that's great. So, so let's let's talk about Tencent. Uh, so, Tencent is a strategic investor. Do they also help you with the tech stack, or you know, just thinking through uh, how the market will will shape up in, let's say, five years? Uh, or are they more a passive investor, financial investor? For you? Yeah, from a um, you know strategic perspective, they're they're quite uh, happy to let us do what we what we think is right. Um, uh, what what we like about them is that their ability to analyze data, uh, look at engagement metric, and uh, you know build products that are sticky is a good learning. Uh, which we've had over the past few years of association with them, but otherwise they're very hands-off and they're anyway very small on our cap table, so really doesn't sure. uh, doesn't matter. Sure. Perfect. And with with so much capital uh, lying around, uh, are you thinking about inorganic opportunities as well? Yeah, yeah, sure, Akhil. So we did uh, two acquisitions. Um, um, you know, one last year of a company called Goldwise, um, which is in wealth management space, and that's how we launched that product. We did one acquisition this year of a company called Index. In personal finance management space, and that product is getting rolled out uh, next quarter. And we are looking at uh, actively looking to acquire, you know, some uh, fintech, nice fintech companies in the lending space. So let's see how it goes. Fantastic! So all the lending companies out there, Vinay is looking for you. <laughs> Perfect. So overall, you know, uh, last question. So what's the Neo's big plan going forward? How large do you want to become? Yeah. So um, as I mentioned, Akhil, we are at the current pace. We are acquiring two million users a year, seven thousand a day. That's what we are running with. But if I look at you know some of the most successful digital banking companies in India, uh, my erstwhile company, one of my favorite companies, Kotak. Uh, you know, they are at twenty million odd users, doing really well. Eight one one, fantastic product. 
Uday Kota is an amazing, amazing uh, person. So uh, uh, we would would love to get as close to you know Kota Gate One One's numbers as possible. Sure, sure. perfect and um, good. And and on that note, actually, you should now uh, also maybe check out Bob World. We've just rolled out our Digi Bank, uh, which is Bob World, and it's gotten us uh, some very good reviews. We 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 have had very healthy traction and great feedback. So do take a look at it and, and sure. give me feedback. Sure, sure, Rakhil, we'll do that. We'll do that. Perfect. So look, Vinay, thank you very much for joining us, and it's been a fantastic conversation. Thank you for tuning in, folks. This is FinTalks at Bob World, presented by Bank of Baroda, India's international bank. Hope this series is of help to everyone who listens in. So do get us, uh, get in touch, and send us feedback and suggestions as to what you'd like us to cover in the future episodes. That's it for now. I'm Akhil Handa, and this has been FinTalks at Bob World. Hey everybody, it's been a great week on the IVM Podcast Network. On the edges of Sledge's Cricket Podcast, Aswin, DJ and Varun talk about Virat Kohli's shocking announcement about giving up the Indian T20 and RCB captaincy. And they review the opening match of the IPL between the Mumbai Indians and Chennai Super Kings. On Advertising is Dead, Varun is joined by musicians Hanita Bhambri and Kevin Fernando, along with Arjun Kolari from Spotify to talk about the shifts in the music space. The latest Cadbury ad remix sparks an interesting thought in Sitar's mind. Is this a hack by advertisers to cut the clutter or are they running out of content? Join the Simplified Gang, Chuck, Naren, Shrinkath and Tony as they discuss why all platforms are trying to be like each other. And on Tere Mele Raste, Kesho takes us to a city known as the Rare Desert Oasis, Bikaner. Do follow us on social media, we're IBM Podcast on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram and LinkedIn. And remember, if you're enjoying this show or any of our other shows for that matter, please do tell a friend, it really does help us. And finally, we'd like to thank our sponsors on the network this week, Cred, Bank of Baroda, Quarter, Coinswitch, Kuber and Intel VPro. Thank you so much for making this possible. wonder why China does the things that it does, or want to know how we could improve online privacy, or perhaps you're thinking about how we can kickstart India's economy. If you'd like to search for the answers to such questions, check out All Things Policy, a daily public policy podcast that covers everything from employment figures to aircraft carriers. Tune in from Monday to Friday for new episodes and fresh takes. 